up, y'all? It's Ashley, and this is the Mama's Den. Good morning, Ashley. This is Felicia. <laughs> Good morning, Felicia. This is Melanie. <laughs> Good morning, ladies. It's Cody. <laughs> and Cody. we are the Mama's, Mama's Den. Den. Da da da. <laughs> um, Fee. Fee. Yes. We need, we need to talk. We need to talk about this love, girl, because I'm finally in the chat. I, 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 I'm caught up on the love lives. On the grams. The love lives on the grams. Your love posts. We love this for you. Let's get into it. Which, which I want to know. We all talked about relationships and dating and how that was going. And then we just all heard about this friend. Right. So like, how did you (laughs) like decide that you were ready to date this person that you've been knowing? Mm. You know, like, how did that... Lord, I can't take your eyes right now, y'all. She's giving me these eyes. Like, she did not pre-approve this topic today. Okay? We're not springing it. Okay. Um, How did I know? I didn't know. Yeah. That's the thing. I just... I didn't know. I just know that after a while, I started to feel, like, comfortable with this person. Mm -hmm. And I felt very seen. Mm -hmm. And I felt like okay, this person is my friend, you know? Yeah. And then I've always kept in mind, like, what Ashley would say. She's like, date a friend, girl. Give your mm-hmm. friend, give mm-hmm. give one of the homeboys, like, a chance. And to me, that concept was very weird. <laughs> and I think that's why it took me so long to actually lean into the love aspect of us because I was just so caught in the friend space, you mm-hmm. know? But then the more that we grow the more that we just grow deeper in love. And this is the first time that I can honestly say that I took this approach, like the friendship approach. I was Mm. telling my therapist the other day and I was like, this is the first relationship that I'm actually paying attention all the way. Like, I don't know if that makes sense. Yes. Mm -hmm. Like, and I also think it has a lot to do with me and the children's father separating. I was like, okay, I got to really like, you know, come up with boundaries. Like what, Mm -hmm. what are my deal breakers you know what what do I like what's my love language really identifying like who I am in a love space because I feel like that was very uncomfortable Mm. but I I I didn't know so how long were you guys friends so we've been friends for six years oh six years yeah okay yeah and then was he trying to holla and then you like finally said okay so what what was that moment where it was like (laughs) wait (laughs) I like you so it's actually really funny so Anytime that I would post something, like while I was dating, anytime that I would post something, you know, about like guys or like, let's say it's just like a little meme or something. Mm -hmm. And he would always slide in my DMs like, you're such a catch. Like, just keep going. Like, God's going to bring in the right person. And mind you, it's me. me. But mind you, this man is always in a relationship. So I'm like, okay, so I always thought like okay and I would always be like thank you but he would always be the only guy that would be you know I would express myself Mm -hmm. vulnerably and he would just listen and then give me like positive advice of like keep going Mm -hmm. so then um he has a really cool car (laughs) and it's one of my dream cars and so I was like oh we should like go for a ride one day I wasn't hitting on him he is under the impression that I was hitting on him. I was like, no, I just wanted to go on a ride in your cool car. Uh, like that was it. And why are you, why are you uh, oohing and on? Because that definitely sounded flirtatious. <laughs> it did. Like, I don't know no homeboy. Like made the first move. That I'm like, hey, um, and that's okay. Really, you guys? That's okay. But really? I don't know no homie yeah. that I'm like, let me go ride in your car. So, uh, <laughs> 
first we go to dinner. He's like, are you free tonight? Let's go to dinner. I'm like, all right, cool. We go to dinner, one of my favorite places. And we're just talking about like relationship and how he's always dated women that are a lot younger. And he wants to like date somebody that's older, blah, blah, blah. Still not thinking anything of it. We end up having a blast. We like go bar hopping. And then the like a couple days later, he was like, let's take the car out and go to the beach. I'm like, all right, cool. Pull up to his house. He has like all these, because uh, when we were on the date the first time, he asked like, what are your favorite types of drinks? So he has like all my favorite snacks mm. and all my favorite drinks. Mm. And I was like, mm. hmm. I'm like, this is interesting. Thoughtful. This is thoughtful. This is someone paying attention. As hell. Like on so many levels. And then I had said something like, oh, I really want to have an orange, I'm going to say cool car, okay? Mm-hmm. An orange cool car. And then he sends me like, he photoshopped me out in one of my photos and like placed me in an orange cool car and sent it and was like, here, put this on a vision board. And I was like, where the fuck did this? I'm he like, said, what is happening? This on the vision yeah, board. Like, and it just kept, you know, he just pays attention to what I say. Yeah. So where I started to catch on, mind you, I'm still not catching on. I'm like <laughs> slow as hell. It's the best. For his birthday, he was like, hey, for my birthday, would you want to get couple massages and go to that one dinner place that you've always wanted to go to? And I was like, sure. So I call my best friend. I'm like, am I tripping or does this man like me? She was like, at this grown ass age, yeah, he likes me. <laughs> She's like, Felicia, don't be stupid. I'm like, okay. So we go and then in the couple's massage, you know, you like get naked when you get massages. Mm-hmm. This man turned around, looked in the corner, like didn't look at me at all. I looked over my shoulder a couple of times like, you're not going to look at my booty or nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so <Scorpio>. respectful, <laughs> literally so respectful. And then... We, that's when, then we went to Napa because I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I really want to go to Napa. I've never been. And then he was like, oh, what days are you free? Book the flight to do that. Like just thoughtful on all the levels. And then I was like, okay, I know. Too much happened for me to be like, and then, and then, and then. Okay, but by this point, you guys had <laughs> Girl. like, you, you had acknowledged that you had been dating, right? Each other? Yes. You guys are like being yes. physical okay. with each other. Like you guys are kissing, holding hands, doing things. Like we don't got to get into all the details. But like, I mean, well, you really guys are just, acting beyond friends. Yeah, and really just, just because we didn't get physical, physical for like four months. Like I a while. It. Because I, I needed, it. I was, I told, I was very transparent. I was like, I need a second to mm-hmm. t- mentally take you out of the friend zone. Yes. And I don't want to rush or force anything. Like, just give me time. But I'm interested in you. But, like, mm-hmm. I just need time, you know? And I'm Scorpio. So I'm like, oh, we can get freaky right now. You don't grab my booty or what? But I was like, I remember the first time he, like, held me. And I was, like, shaking because I was so, like... I don't know. I don't know if I, w- I was like afraid. I was nervous. I was scared. Like it just all felt mm-hmm. like, is this real? Like, I don't want to deal with no bullshit. You know, it's, right. it was like trauma mixed with like excitement. excitement. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we go to Napa and that's when he asked me to be his girlfriend Aww, because he printed question. out on a, did I, I oh, yes, you, you, guys, t- yeah. you told us the story. So listeners, please listen closely. <laughs> listen, turn, turn, turn the volume up. up. Okay. <laughs> Turn my music up, Aaliyah voice. <laughs> so we go to Napa, and on the last day, we get a bottle of champagne from the last winery that we went to. And then the last day, he's like, can you pour me some champagne? He never asked me to do anything. Sometimes I get annoyed because he doesn't want me to do anything. Mm-hmm. And I was like, but I feel a value when I do things. And he was just like, yeah, well, get over it. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so he put, he, um, asked me to pour champagne so I pour it and he was like what year is that bottle I'm like I don't know why are you asking me that question (laughs) 
And he was like, can you look at the bottle? Like, what does the bottle say? And then on the bottle, it's a label that he printed out from home Whoa. on the champagne bottle. And it was like, um, sweet fee, uh, can you, will you be mine or something? Like in a really cute thing. And I had to check like, yes or no. And then here we are. Oh my God. You obviously checked yes. Yeah. I clearly checked yes. I love it. Yeah. That is so sweet. I would just like it's to shout sweet. out the fact that there's so many even though this is not your first relationship, even though this is not your first like foray in love, I feel like this person treated it like it was first love. Mm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like for you, like even just as simple as like those little notes when you were in school, like, will, will you be my girlfriend? Yeah. Will you go yeah. with me here? Right? Like little, like the thoughtfulness of that to create a first time experience for you I think, and for both of you, it's just so beautiful yeah. to yeah. hear. To yeah. create a memory. It's so beautiful to hear. Yeah. yeah. It's so even like, it'll just be little things. Like I said, I'll say, like I can just say anything and he just does it. Like the other day I was like, can you put some oil on my back? Like my back feels really dry because the weather is changing. The next day I get an Amazon package and it's like, he looked up the most intensive <laughs> moisturizer for dry skin and like this like loofah thing that you can do your back and then it, on days that he's not there to rub my back like or to put the lotion you it's like another little handheld thing so you can do it on your own and I'm like where did you come from oh. I'm like where like I've always wanted this in a guy but I felt like it can it happen you manifested him absolutely mm. I wrote all this down. I literally have the proof in a journal yeah. and I remember one day it was actually after I was dating the last guy very seriously and I was like crying and I was like you know what I'm going to write out exactly what I need, like not just physical, but spiritual. And because I'm dating and because I've had two children with this person, I now know what I need and want. Yeah. So now let me manifest this properly because I manifested all the other shit too. <laughs> I'm like, let me do this one properly. Mm. And I totally feel like it's like the person, you know, and then I was always very nervous. I actually mentioned it before. I was always very nervous about like a man not wanting to be with me because I had two kids. Yeah. I was like, oh, like I was so insecure about that, you know? And, but the way that he shows up like for my children and the way that he gets along with the children's father and like, it's just such a blended family now. Okay, it's so amazing. Part. Oh, okay. here we go, Cody. So, <laughs> come on, Miss Black Love. You guys were friends. Did he yeah. meet the kids while you were friends? Or? So he met Peace because we were on tour together like years ago. He met Peace when she was like three. Mm -hmm. So because it was just like right, yeah. just in the Around. area. But when he did meet both of the kids. I still didn't know, like, I didn't know that he was interested in me. It was just like, oh, this is one of mommy's friends. Like, oh, not a big deal. Got it, got yeah, it. literally had no idea. And then after I was like, oh, shit. But I also felt safe enough and trusted him enough that it wasn't going to be like, a quick, like, you know, one and done type thing. Right, like yeah. I knew that he was, he was still going to be a friend for a long time. Anyways, yeah, yeah, no yeah. matter what, right. what the outcome was. So, um, I also feel like my relationship with the children's father has gotten better too with him around. Oh, wow. It's hmm. very interesting. Like everybody talks like when they're, you know, when it's Zen's birthday party, the, um, not that long ago, like those two are in the corner talking about real estate. Like it's very what I've always envisioned for our family in yeah. general, like a blended family. It's definitely taken time to get here, but 
Did y'all really have cool. to have like a sit down or did it become organic at parties and stuff like that? It was organic, actually, yeah. because he knew him from like just being in L.A. Yeah. So he was very much. And then a lot of people were telling the kid's father, like, oh, my God, Fee is dating this person. Like, this is one of the most amazing people ever. Like, I'm so happy that, you know. Oh, wow. And so he was very much like, OK, cool. And then it's so funny. The other day mm-hmm. we all went to dinner, uh, me the kid's father and the kids after the um, Peace and Zen had parent-teacher conference. And their dad was like, so how long have you guys been dating? And I was like, since June. And he was like, wow, it seems like you guys have been best friends for like ever. And I was like, you're right. But the fact that he can see that and compliment it, he's like, I'm so happy for you guys. I was like, thank you. Look, the way that we have come so far. (laughs) That's beautiful. Yeah. But I really feel like it was, my person was like the, the, completion of the missing link yeah okay yeah yeah. even if i say something like let's say i'm irritated like because men are annoying sometimes if i'm irritated about like something the kid's father says or does or like doesn't follow through because of work whatever it's not intentional he doesn't allow me to operate in a space of um being too irritated with him he's Mm -hmm. like well from his perspective it was probably this so it made me kind of approach the kid's father with more compassion Mm. even though i'm like that's fucking irritating like what the hell But it made me not be so annoyed with him, you know, and understand from a male's perspective. So I'm I'm also like super grateful for that of him, like really bringing the pieces together. You know what? You remind me of me when I met Chia. He was so nice that it was like weird to me. Do you know what I mean? Because I wasn't used to that. What did you have to like? Obviously, you're in therapy, but like, did you have to work through anything to accept that? Because I feel like. With me, I wasn't attracted to Chia in the beginning because of that, if that makes sense. I was more like turned off by it a little bit. I'm like, oh, you're too nice. Yeah. This is too safe. This isn't love because I didn't have that initial like spark. Like I had to grow into love with Chia. Yeah. Do you feel like that happened with you? And like, what did you tell yourself in order to accept it? I felt exactly like that. Mm-hmm. I remember telling my therapist and telling him, I was like, this is kind of boring. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it, I just... I, I think I, I even mentioned to you guys like mm-hmm. off the not the radio but off podcast. <laughs> it would be like, "How's it going?" And I'm like, "I don't know." But I st- I I grew into like this is because it's healthy. And my therapist she told me she was like, "Sometimes we're so used to like this spark and this you know aggressive sex and all this like." She was like, "But it's really toxic, like yeah. mm-hmm. you know." And she she gave me a bar too that. A lot of people when when you're um, like super sexually attracted to somebody and it is operating in that toxic space that it's because there's lack in other parts of mm-hmm, like. Mm-hmm. So you try to show up in the bedroom more mm-hmm. than anything because I was just like, well, how do I work on this? And like this is I was trying to find everything yeah, to be sure. wrong. Um, but I think the more that I would like talk to friends and realize that it's healthy is when I was able to lean into it, but ooh, I was resistant. But now I'm like, oh, I love it here. Yes, be nice to me. <laughs> Give me flowers all the time. Like, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I feel that. I f- Do you think, I would say in, in my experience of dating and then also just in life, I think people, as we get older, your priorities change for what becomes priority for you. So like when you're younger, it's about the spark. It's about all the butterflies. It's about yeah. everything. And I feel like you have kids, you have established career, you're a woman and you've been through like a, a, a partnership with someone, building a life with someone, that chapter ending, moving on, finding your independence, finding your way. Do you think that 
how much of what you think that you want now or what you're having and experiencing now relates back to and like, is it very different than what you used to want? Because mm. to the point of what we're talking about, the falling in love stage, sometimes we're like, oh, there's no spark. I got to go. Mm. Right. But you have discovered this patience to keep going and to see what that is. And it's not necessarily just like, I think that in partnership, especially in marriage, or if you're with someone for a long time, once you get to a certain point in your life, you start to recognize that there are things that are more valuable than mm. just the excitement of what it's like to date someone. You know, the honeymoon stage. You know, when you have kids with someone, it's just like, all right, we're in this as partners today. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Like, we are not getting along. I don't like you today, but we are partners and we're going to get through this because we got these kids. And, you know, then, you know, maybe on another day, it's just like, oh, this is the reason why I love you. And yeah. this yeah. This is why I fell in love with you. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's just that journey of it. So I wonder, I would say for me at this stage, my my expectations of what I would want in partnership if I was starting at this point would be very different yeah. than how I was when I was yeah. younger. Okay, I feel like I've always wanted a friend, a best mm. friend, somebody that can listen to me and not saying like, oh, I'm telling you what to do, but just when I'm speaking, like just listen and hear me. I want it to feel heard. And I think that that that's a childhood thing that I know mm-hmm. that I've carried, but I'm like, but this is what I need. This is a requirement mm. of mine, you know? And I feel I think, triggered right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so that has always been in play. I've always wanted that. And I do feel like some things changed, but not significantly. It was more of like me trying to find this thing that I felt exists, which I have now in other people. And sometimes set, like almost settling for less. Yeah. Like, okay, well you have these things, but not these things. Mm-hmm. But then to go back to your point of that fiery love, that like toxic love, I was like, it's going to fizzle out at some mm. point because I've been there before multiple times and I know what that looks like. So what happens when I choose something the healthy different. route? Yeah. What happens when I choose something that actually has like a sustainable foundation, you know, instead of it being like, it's going to fizzle. Yeah. I'm like, if, cause at the end of the day, I'm like, there's going to be a day where we're not, you know, where I'm mm-hmm. not going to be physically attracted to you because we get old, like whatever it yep. is. I'm like, but if I fall in love with your soul and who you are as a person and your character, that was more important to me, especially having kids. I'm like, that's what comes first. I think one thing that I always love when I hear when people kind of find them their, themselves in this, because I have a lot of friends who are women who are single, right? And they want to have a family or they go like, well, I can't have a, who is my partner? And I haven't found the person yet. And a lot of times I think people are afraid to do the work. And we've, as your friends, have seen you Mm -hmm. do the work in every area of your life when it was most difficult, how you showed up. And something that you said was, you know, what would happen if I just chose healthy love instead? And so the thing that I think we often forget is that we are creatures of habit. Mm And so we have patterns. If we're not paying attention to our patterns and our cycles, we'll never be able to break them. Yeah. And so sometimes to get a different outcome, you have to get a different result. You have to do something Absolutely. different yeah. and you have to be willing to try. Like some people, and Ashley, you shared this. Some people will be like, I'll never date outside my race. Right. <laughs> and then all of a sudden the love of your life. Girl. Turns out to be four kids later and it's your husband, you know, and Ashley, you share that so many times about Chia. You know Mm -hmm. what you said earlier? You said sustainability and you said falling in love. Mm -hmm. And I think that's key. I think that people don't realize that you actually do have to 
fall in yes, love with someone. Yes. And so when I think about my past relationship, it was intense. Like I looked at him and I was like, I'm in love. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And it was based off of physical, right? It's more of like a lust, yes. like a lust love. A thousand percent yeah. Or a dependency, right? Yeah. Yeah. Codependency. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm a little codependent with you, but it's fine. We're totally aware of it. It's totally fine. <laughs> it's different. Um, but I, I do think that there is a sense of self-healing. It's like you said, when you were healing, when I, me and my ex broke up. I don't like to say when we broke up. He broke up with me, y'all. He left me. But instead of, <laughs> I got, I got left. But that's so important too because when you don't make the cho- decision yourself, some t- people have a hard time moving forward, right? If someone left you, they broke up with you. So then you feel like you're always trying to get that back. right? Mm-hmm. And in this sense, like when he broke up with me, I spent a lot of time feeling like, what well, I chose him. So instead of me focusing on what's wrong with him, why did I choose him? What is what is going on with me? What's in my spirit? Why I wanted that type of love? Mm-hmm. Why I wanted that relationship? And I, when I started focusing on myself and healing, I started realizing what I really needed, right? What are those core things? You talked about your childhood, right? Yeah. Like I didn't feel heard. I didn't feel mm-hmm. seen a lot growing up. I wanted, Triggered. right, exactly. I need a best friend and someone that sees me, accepts mm-hmm. me for who I am. And I think the friendship thing, the reason why I suggested that is because typically when you're friends, your friends see all of you, right? Yep. Like you don't hide anything. They know the good and the including bad. Your titties <laughs> in including your titties. It's, <laughs> which uh, just I happened just, in the other room. I showed them my breasts in the other room. I'll show you later. <laughs> They're getting smaller. Um, and flatter. <laughs> no, but you. But that's how I was with Chia. You know, like he knew my relationship. He would come over, see me snot crying over my ex. And it, it just was like so easy to just to be, be myself. Yeah. And so when I knew that he liked me, I knew that he liked me. Mm-hmm. And that that's like a different feeling, you know? Like yeah. you feel like at peace. There's nothing like feeling accepted in like relationship and yeah. nobody trying to change, change that. It. I think I was very big on that too. I'm like, I can be extremely emotional. We know. And so, yeah, I'm like, and so <laughs> to have a guy that understands is like, okay, this is, this is clutch. But that falling in love thing, I think about that all the time. I'm yeah. like, you have to really, it doesn't just start with like, okay, we're in love because it's this Celeste thing. It's like, no, every day yep. it has to keep growing and you also have to keep watering it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's interesting. I love when I just like make the little spit sound, everybody turns We know what it is. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> but my question is this, okay, because Melanie, you mentioned Felicia doing the work and it is something that you talk about a lot, but if folks are like new, to you, to us, like, what did that look like for you? Because it wasn't like you were doing it. Like, I'm gonna find me a man one day. So I got to do yeah, no. So like from like breakup, you know, single motherhood to like, you know, meeting Bay. what did that work look like? Yeah. Okay. So the first thing was therapy. I mm-hmm. tell people that all the time. I'm like yes. therapy. As soon as we separated me and their father, I was in therapy like three weeks after. And I was going every single week because I was like, there's no way I can do this by myself. Therapy mm-hmm. and prayer, I feel like were my like best friends. And then, um, spending a lot of time with friends and people that love me so that I can constantly stay like in just reminder of who I am. And it's such a time like where I feel like I didn't even, I didn't know who I was. Mm -hmm. My identity and this idea of family that I created with someone was now just like ripped from underneath Mm me. So it was like, it was hard for me to readjust like, okay, now that this 
at that time, I felt like because the idea of family that I built with this person was ripped from under me, I felt like the whole thing was ripped. But then the more that I kept walking towards healing, I realized, no, that my storyline doesn't have to change or my idea of it doesn't have to change. It's just the person is pivoting, you know, it looks a little bit different. So I had to really learn to release expectation and release outcome as much as possible. Um Exercise was a huge thing as well. Like I have to exercise to like just stay balanced and and healthy. Spending a lot of time with my mom, um, I feel like we were able to heal our relationship on a completely different level. And my dad too, because of what I was going through and they're both older, they're not young parents, you know, not struggling anymore. So that was, you know, if, if I was going through something, I could call my dad and he'd be like, this is how men are. So that was extremely, meeting with my parents or meeting them at that level was very healing for me. Um, doing fun stuff with my kids like that would, that's always healing. Um, really understanding and learning that it's okay to be by yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, I think I was super uncomfortable and fearful of not being in a relationship. And then I realized, Oh, I have a little bit of codependency here, but I know it's because Growing up as a child, I spent so much time alone. Mm. My mom was at work. So I always wanted somebody there. And as an adult in dating, I grew into feeling like I had to have a boyfriend, like mm -hmm. high school all the way up until their father. And then I was like, girl, you've never, like I've, I've always been in very long relationships, but I've never like been by myself. And I was like, okay, I need to challenge this part of myself. Mm. Like, what does that look like? Um, and then being like, all right, you're getting too comfortable on your own. <laughs> Reel it in just a little bit. <laughs> and then once I, you know, I got to a space of like confidence, then I was like, okay, now I think I'm ready to date. And then dating was like, it was interesting because that was my first time actually dating people and not feeling like I have to choose you and not feeling like, oh, well, the man is choosing me. Uh -uh. I, why do you deserve to sit across from me? Mm. You know, understanding my worth and my value. And it was so fun to practice with them to be like, yeah, I don't like that. Or just being like, oh yeah, yes, you are going to pay for the bill. Like I really got to just date and practice. I feel like dating is, is practice so that when you do find whoever your person is, you just like, look, this is what it is. No <laughs> filters, you know? Yeah. So by the time that it got to him, I'm just talking to him at, like a friend, like, look, this is what I've been through. I'm not doing this. <laughs> then, you know, I'm like cussing and being very unladylike. <laughs> Typical That's Felicia. very ladylike to Typical me. Typical <laughs> Felicia. <laughs> um, yeah, it, 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 look, healing is not a one-stop shop, okay? Healing yeah. is messy, by the way. Child. Yeah, girl. And painful, a lot. right? It's a like, lot. I've, I've lived oh, by this, and I, I always equate this back to, you know, whenever people are like, well, what do you mean? And I'm like, I think about after I had my children, and I had mm. to have surgery to have yeah. my children. Healing is painful. Mm -hmm. Like, healed is the destination, mm. but the healing part is messy, mm. and it is ugly, and it is painful, and it needs help, and it requires you know, you to go deep and to be still. And it's super layered. It's layers. Super, it's super layered. Just why people avoid it. Yeah, like it. we have a scab. Flake. It, it yeah. itches when it's healing. Bloody. Oh. You know, But no, literally like yeah. healing, the healing process is painful. Yes. And and that's what people, you know, want to rush to. They want to get through it. But that's, yeah. that's the part that lets you know once you get there, once you know mm. Oh, okay, I've arrived. I've gotten to that place where 
I can be by myself or I can welcome love in and I do know what my boundaries are and I do know what my worth is and I'm okay if it doesn't turn out the way I thought it was going to. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know, the releasing of the expectation of control and all these things, like that's what healed, I think, feels like. Yeah. You know what, too, I was going to say? Um, I think that people feel like they have to be completely healed in order to enter a relationship, too. But that doesn't always happen. Right. Sometimes you can heal grow together with with a person with I, the right I, person. I agree yeah. with that. that i agree with that's that. what happened with you and i like yeah. i wasn't fully healed when we started dating at all i was mourning my sister and mm-hmm. we went to therapy like four or five months into our relationship after we had a child so that's like a year and a half later um and that's when i realized like oh my god i don't even know who i am you know yeah. what i mean yeah so like having a good person that's able to see you but also know mm-hmm. like okay we got a little work to do yeah. and they're okay with that the it's, willingness to work. The willingness to work, girl. But also, that part. Mm-hmm. just I have to say this before we get too far from it. Healing isn't a destination. Mm. Or healed yeah. isn't yeah. a destination. And maybe it can be with certain things. Like right. yeah. maybe a breakup is very different than like, you know, loss of of, of life. Yeah. Right. right. But like my general feeling is like healing is a journey. For yeah. sure. 100%. Yeah. One a long thing, one. <laughs> yeah. I think one of the other things that I had to really, really learn was I was going through a grieving process. Yeah. Like I wasn't identifying because he, their father was still physically here, but Mm. we weren't connected in the same way. And it took me months to realize, I told my therapist, I was like, I think I'm grieving. And she was like, oh, duh, you're, I could have told you that months ago. And I think, girl, why didn't you? (laughs) Right. I was like, I am not supposed to tell you what to do or, you know, but I, I think once I realized that I was grieving, I think that grief um, has like a very funny way and like a very magical way of propelling us to our higher selves. You know, it makes you really focus on like just the the deep shit that's like implanted in us that I didn't even realize. So if me and their father never separated, I don't think that I would be who I am today. Mm. I needed that um that how do I say it's you know what it is it's almost like for both of us Mm -hmm. I needed that death of ego yeah it was a very the ego was so involved and I think that we both got so broken down that it forced us to really just be like I just want to be full and be healthy Mm -hmm. and starting everything that I was I was going through with him when we separated, it all just pointed back to my childhood. Mm. So I had to really walk backwards and be like, all right, I'm not fucking around this time. Like, <laughs> what do we need to do? And that's that was one of the main reasons why I needed a therapist because I was like, I don't understand it. Every time mm. I hang with my therapist, I'm like, this is crazy. <laughs> I'm like, life is crazy. They didn't tell us this part. And she just laughs. But it's definitely that grieving process. Like sure. people try to rush through it, but it's like, don't rush through it. Just handle it so that you can live like a lighter life. You know what I mean? A yeah. more peaceful life. For and sure, that so. is easier said than done. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. We recognize that. <laughs> yeah, it's but hard. that doesn't mean it's not necessary. Yeah. No. I still have my moments where I, it's so weird. Like, you know, when you think like if, like if somebody passes, right, you think like, oh, I'm over it. And then you, the next week you're just like damn i'm down bad like what what happened maybe something reminded you or subconsciously you know something happened and i feel like grief is a um it's such an ongoing thing i almost feel like there's no end to it you know so when those moments happen i just uh, i allow them to happen and i used to reach out to him and be like dang i really missed this but then i was like no this is my thing like you know and i also had to change my mind of like 
that's still going to be their father and just that that idea of family right. it's okay yeah. yeah and accepting that but it's it's I, I think hard you're going to be triggered more times when Ever he gets married, whenever you get married, yeah. it's weird when in like in our happiest moments, the grief comes in yeah. because you're you're celebrating something new. But that's also reminding you of what was lost. Yeah. I think that that, that is completely normal. Yeah. It's, it's so crazy. Yeah. It's so crazy. It happens. It's all the life. Time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's life. It the really happier is. are sometimes the sadder you get. Mm-hmm. It's like a weird yeah. dance. Yeah. yeah. A, weird, a very weird Scorpio mm-hmm. child. Well, <laughs> Story of my life. I think that's every human, every yeah. sign. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm not a Scorpio. But child. when I see my girls happy, like I said, I miss my sister. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I gave birth to each of my children, I missed my sister. When the I got yingling. married, looked yeah. over, she wasn't there. Missed my sister. Same for you, I'm sure, with your dad. Like, yeah. it, you just lose things in certain type of way, and it, you're constantly reminded of what is not, but then you have this joy of, like, what is. Yeah. It's just it's life, and it's messy. Yeah. Mm. That's, that reminds me. Actually, I'm like, that's very, like, you know, when, um, when we have our children, it's like, okay, we go through postpartum and these things, but I really feel like it's like death of the old version of us. Yeah. But then, cause it's like, you're sad, but then you're looking at this beautiful baby. You're like, damn, I lost a part of me, but then I gained a part of mm-hmm. me. Like it's mm-hmm. this weird. Which is also how we make peace with the fact that like, sort of like what we talked about um, with not having kids, right? We, none of us can imagine our lives without them, even though we want to cuss them out <laughs> and we want to cuss about them. But it's just like, the joy and the and the trauma yeah. <laughs> of yeah. this journey. Yeah, it's a trip. Oh, so, man. Well, I'm super happy that you shared. I love this for you, Thanks. Thanks. Me too. Thank you. Thank y'all. Thank Thanks y'all. He's in love. <laughs> <laughs> I am definitely in love. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> <laughs>